Imagine a business built on what matters most to you. One inspired by creativity and connection, where purpose leads to profit and wealth is measured not just by your bottom line, but by your higher self. Welcome to the Work Your Inner Wisdom podcast, where we connect the spiritual with the practical to create a holistic approach to entrepreneurship. Leave the hustle behind and let your intuition lead the way as you grow a successful, fulfilling business and a joyful, radiant life. Hello, my wise ones, and welcome to the Work Your Inner Wisdom podcast. I'm your host, Lee Shea McDonough, and in today's episode, we are going to have some fun. I am so excited to introduce you to a dynamic, energetic artist by the name of Tracy Nunez. I first encountered Tracy through the art I discovered on her website. She is an analog collage artist, and her work is just so incredibly emotional and powerful. I mean, there's just no words to describe it. You're going to have to go to her website to see it for yourself, tracymarienunez.com. But as soon as I saw her work, it was so clear to me how her personal spiritual journey informs her art and then in turn influences the viewer, me. And I just thought this is someone I have to have on the show. I want to know more about her experience as an artist and as a spiritual being. And I want her to share how we can access our own intuition and creativity in order to bring new work into the world. And so that's exactly what we dive into in, in our conversation today. Tracy Nunez is a spiritual art teacher and mentor who helps her clients build a bond with their higher power to enable them to tap into their subconscious mind. And so she has been studying different spiritual modalities since she was 16 years old. Uh, her influences include thought leaders like Adyashanti, Eckhart Tolle, Caroline Miss, Matt Kahn, and Michael Singer. In 2014, she journeyed to India, where she spent a month studying with monks at the Oneness University. She has also attended multiple ayahuasca women's healing retreats with Shipibo healers in Peru. Tracy is a graduate of FIT, the Fashion Institute of Technology. She's participated in group and solo exhibitions at the Chelsea Hotel in New York City, and her work remains as part of the permanent collection at the Leslie Lohman Museum for Gay and Lesbian Art. I adore Tracy and her work, and I know you will love her too. So let's get on to the interview. Hi, Tracy, and welcome to the Work Your Inner Wisdom podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. Oh, I am thrilled to be here today. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. So let's get right to it. I would love to know more about you and your work and how you make a living. Great. Well, um, I do a process called conscious collage. I basically um, use my artistic expression to help people tap into their subconscious mind and actually forge a relationship with a higher power, divine universe, or anything you want to call it. Um, through that work, people are really able to start having a conversation and trust. That is exactly why I wanted to bring you on as a guest on this podcast, because I can see in your work, it's this fascinating merge of spirituality and sensuality and sexuality and power, all sorts of really extraordinary concepts that come through in your collage. And so I would love to know more about your process, how you approach your art and, and specifically like how your intuition informs it. 
Yeah. So I've been an artist um, for as long as I can remember. And, uh, you know, since I guess the age of 16, um, I've been really interested in not only art, but also spirituality. Um, I've really just always been navigating both worlds at the same time. Um, and as my art started to develop and I did a lot more spiritual processes and was really digging into that part of my life, I decided to hand my art over to my higher power and just really ask my divine to show up and work through me. Um, you know, I really wanted the artwork to speak to people on a different level and um, to just have something unique to it. So I would set up a time to work with my divine uh, once a week. And no matter how I felt on that day and time, I would show up and um, create artwork, um, specifically cut paper collaging. Uh, over the time I started doing this work, I started to see my artwork transform and really have magic in it and start to speak to me and see themes and, um, you know, just beautiful things starting to come out of it. So much so that I knew that it was the divine hand. I really wanted to share this process with other people um, because it started to become evidence to me, evidence that there was something bigger than myself working through me. Uh, once I was able to do that, the artwork just really expanded in so many beautiful directions because I knew that I was working with something bigger than myself. And I was able to explore themes that were a bit more uncomfortable, like my own sexuality, as you mentioned. I went through a process of really discovering that with myself and through my art. It just gave me a bravery and a voice to speak my truth in many areas. And I wanted people to understand that not only are you co-creating with a higher power, but um, you also have this ability to see inside yourself. I would make an art piece, hang it on the wall, and then, you know, a week or two later, I would start to see what was actually being said through that art piece that I maybe didn't intend when I sat down at first. Because I really started to trust my intuition and see it flourish and grow, the artwork just became richer and richer. Oh my gosh, there's so many things that I want to explore more deeply of what you just said, the idea of, of intuition and transformation. But first and foremost, I want to start with this idea of like creating a date with the divine, you know, that you really carved out time and space every day to connect with that higher power. Even maybe if at first you weren't exactly sure what was going to result from that, you still honored that time and that commitment that you made. Is that, is that fair to say? Yes, absolutely. And, uh, you know, one of the biggest takeaways uh, that I found was I was pushed to share this work because I know even more so than the artwork, like you don't have to be an artist to benefit from this process. That can certainly help. But the bigger theme here and how it's really affected my life is that I've handed over a way for my higher power or my divine to speak to me. And it really needs to be a real relationship, just like you would with anyone else. You set a time, you show up there, just like you do with anyone else. Every interaction isn't always going to be the best date you ever had or the best interaction you ever had. But what's important is showing up and putting the work in and having a real conversation. And, you know, if I sat down to do my artwork and I felt like nothing was coming out of it, that had to be okay too, because that's actually how the universe starts to test you and say, gee, I wonder if she's willing to actually show up, regardless of if there's magic there in every single moment or not. You have to be okay with the failures and the bumps along the way. 
and just keep showing up and developing that real talk with your divine or your higher power saying, you know what? I sat down here. I tried to make something and nothing came out and that's disappointing and that has to be okay too. Every interaction you have that isn't, um, you know, based out of trying to get something out of a higher power or isn't based on, you know, trying to say all the right things. So there are something you feel like you should be saying, the more real you can make that relationship, the more magic will flow into your life. And that's what I'm trying to teach other people how to do. That is such an important point. The idea that the relationship that we cultivate with the divine, with our higher power, it's not transactional, right? It's not like I give you this and you give me that and all's fair. It really isn't unfolding as with any relationship. And there, yes, of course, there's some give and take, but it's also very much about co-creation and allowing ourselves to reveal more and more as we move along. And there will be bumps, there will be setbacks, but there will also be incredible reward from that as well. Oh, what a powerful, powerful way to approach your art. Yes, I love that. And you know, it is even in those failure moments with your artwork, where you really can have magic come out of that, because it's when you keep going. And you know, that moment where you do have success is where we're also teaching people you need to celebrate. It's like any relationship. If somebody does something for you, you need to get really excited to keep that interaction going. It's like you're sending a message. I want more of this in my life. So anytime you can give your higher power recognition when you do see the littlest bit of magic flow into your life, be it in this art process or then outside in your regular day-to-day life, that's when the relationship starts to build and the divine's like, wow, she's seeing and recognizing what I'm doing. So I'm going to do more of this in her life. It's actually something that multiplies. Yes. And I think actually you have just gotten to the heart of the concept of manifestation because a lot of times we talk about we want to manifest what we want in our life. And yes, the first step is creating that vision and believing in it. But at some point, our actions need to back that up. And what I'm hearing you say is that by showing up, by committing, by doing the work, even on the days where it feels difficult or the struggle, even on the days where we experience failure, we are still communicating to the universe, I want this and I am willing to put the energy and the time behind it. And so that's how we manifest what we want. Yes, absolutely. And then also, you know, with this art process, when you're going through a difficult moment in your life or a bigger transformation, or maybe you lose a job or a relationship or something that, you know, a goal you really wanted, it's about showing up, making that artwork or sitting down and understanding that this is happening for you, not to you, which we hear that often. But how much can we trust that our higher power really is going to provide something even better than we can imagine? And through this process, you work through it knowing that that's exactly what is happening. And over time, you get to trust and see that process unfold. And this artwork actually begins to give you evidence of the divine hand in your life. Through those more difficult moments, you actually transform that difficult time into a beautiful art piece. You know, something like pain or a transformation is so relatable and that's what makes your artwork so rich as well. It's a universal experience. So you work through it, you have trust in a higher power, and then you let your life unfold. And being in the flow is what creates magic in your life. So as soon as you start down, sit down to get out of your head and create something, you're already falling into the flow more and more. So you don't get caught up in that monkey mind as much. You let yourself fall in the flow and let 
life do what it needs to do with you. Yes. And achieving that flow state is, I don't know, for me, it feels almost magical. You know, I lose track of time. Um, What feels like five minutes was actually three hours. And from that place, it's like I can tap into my pure creativity. And that's where anything and everything is possible. Absolutely. I I love too, earlier you talked about how the art, it's almost like it not only transforms you, but your worldview is transformed by it as well. The idea that you can create a piece of art, you can hang it on your wall, you think you know what it's about, and then two weeks, two months, two years later, you can return to it, and it holds completely different meaning for you. That's, That's such a fascinating process. And And I wonder if that was something that you knew was going to happen when you started down this journey or if that was something that was revealed to you later on. It was definitely something that um, I found out later on. And, you know, when you're an artist, people will often ask you, ooh, what's behind your art? And that's an important answer to have for people. They want to know, like, what really made you create an art piece? And you can start off with an idea of what you wanted to create. But what's more beautiful is to sit with it and let it reveal to you what was actually flowing through you. And I want to invite that into people's lives more and more. You don't always have to have the answer. You don't always have to have an instant response. You can let yourself and your artwork have this gentle, subtle unfolding for you and let it reveal its secrets because, you know, when we try to manifest things, it's so important that we understand there's a subconscious part of our mind that's operating. So if you really wanted something and you went for that goal, you have other blocks that might be in front of you that you have no idea about. So in the artwork, you can get revealed some of those nuances that you may need to work on and see some of that delicate beauty in your life lessons be revealed to you so you can work on those things and then see themes that you really enjoy and other things you might have needed to express. Like, wow, one year I didn't get to the beach for a long time. I grew up right near the beach and all of a sudden there was all this, you know, water and ocean in my artwork. And I realized my body's telling me I need to reconnect with nature. And as a result, I made these beautiful art pieces based around the ocean and that need for my body to kind of re-engage with nature. So you just never know. And it doesn't have to be this um, huge meaning. It could be a subtle meeting just like that. And the whole point is that you're allowing the divine to guide you and allowing yourself to be in that flow. Yes. And, and as you were talking, I was thinking about how all of, the, all of the components that are involved here. So we have you as the artist, we have your higher power and your intuition and connection to source. Then we have what you co-create, which is the art itself. So that brings its own soul, its own spirit into it. And then there's the viewer, which might be you as the artist, but it might be me as the person who is now observing this art and making my own meaning of it as well. And so the, the art both is the process of connection and the tangible result of connection, and it continues that conversation. It's, it's, really, it's really a dynamic process how art can, can be both like the source and the creation and the continuation of an idea. Exactly. And you know, this type of art form collaging, you actually flip through and see the images that are calling to you and you become a creator. I mean, how can you get closer to the divine than being a creator yourself? 
So when you sit down to make something, you're actually interacting with that same energy that you innately are, which is a creator. And that's not just in artwork. So no matter what you do in your life, be it a doctor, a speaker, a teacher, those are all forms of art. And kind of exploring this process allows you to see just that. You're always in creation. And when you align yourself with a higher power, you allow that flow to affect other people, whether it's visual art, you know, you're working with clients one-on-one, whatever your business is, you can tap into this power and explore it more so you can call on it and fall more into that space when you need it. And you're right, it does affect other people. People will always respond to passion and to something that is real and coming from a real space. Um, Practicing this art form will help you to do that more and more. I love that. I love that you take such an inclusive stance on what art is and who gets to be an artist. And that, yes, it certainly can be visual art, but there's other ways to be creative too. And we can do that through our work, through our vocation. We can do that through our hobbies or what we love. But I would love to dig more deeply into your particular art form, so around collage. And first off, how you came to discover this as your preferred medium and how you use it in your work with others. Great. Yeah. So I majored in photography. So I've always sort of been a visual arts type of girl. Um, And I just have always been journaling at the same time. Again, crossing over that bridge between um, my spiritual self and my artistic self, I would find myself cutting and pasting quite a bit, um, telling that story through pictures. Um, where I couldn't always hit the mark visually with my photography, I started to find more and more alignment through the cut paper collaging, which is called analog collage. People collage digitally in other ways, but my preferred method is through using scissors and a glue stick. Um, One of the things I really found so interesting was when I would sit down, sometimes I would have a preconceived idea of what I wanted to make Um, You know, I I explore the female form a lot. So maybe that would be my intention. But I always allow for a space for the thumbing through of the magazines. As I thumb through the magazines, I would find other images that would call to me. And I simply would let myself be guided. I would do tear sheets and rip those things out and begin to create. So just like life, I really felt like having a certain roadmap or a goal is really important. But equally important is allowing the room for life to come and interject and flowing with what comes up naturally. Um, So that's sort of how I found my process and my artistic expression. And again, just letting that unfold and grow and deepen. I became better at the art form, just like you become better at anything through practice. Um, So much so that I decided to share this. Um, I designed a class called Conscious Collage, as I mentioned. And what I do for people is I have a class where I work with them one-on-one and I'll give them a prompt. So it's kind of like beyond a vision board, right? I'll give them a prompt like transformation, fear, or this round of my classes, I'm working on each of the seven chakras. I'll give them a little bit of a writing or a background on um, what that means to me. So if it's transformation, I will talk a little bit about them, get them ready for class. Throughout that week, they'll journal on whatever the prompt is, They'll start to collect imagery that they might want to use, again, leaving room for that creativity to flow in the day of the class. 
Then we'll actually meet and begin to collage together. I'll add in things like guided meditation. And then I end with an ancient blessing called Diksha or the oneness blessing, which just allows for the divine to come fully into the space. And it really is a beautiful moment because the classes and the people I work with just seem to be drawn to me organically. And magic really does show up in that space. And I fully, fully anticipate and expect my divine to be there. Um, with all of the participants there, I invite them to see the magic flow through their life. And that as soon as they decide to sign up for a class like this, they know that the divine is fully operating in their life or they wouldn't have been called to do this work. Then I kind of give them the idea of, you know, looking throughout their week in the coming days and the coming months to see how that flows and to really celebrate magic through their day-to-day -day life. Um, the art process continues. We meet weekly. Um, some people are here for the classes, and some people I work remotely, and I kind of can cultivate um, their needs one-on-one -on -one if they need that as well. And it's been a beautiful process just being in service. Oh, I, I can imagine. And, and what I really love about what you just described is that it really is an all-encompassing process. That from the moment they sign up, they've already engaged with their higher self. They've already set the expectation that they will be connecting with something deep and beautiful throughout the process. And, and that's already begun before they even show up. And exactly. then, right. And then there's the creation and, and the work with you, and then it's ongoing. And so I would imagine that there are so many seeds that get planted in the work that, that you do with them that, that come to fruition, maybe, maybe during that time, but also moving forward as well. That's got to be such a neat experience. It's really magical. And just like you said, uh, I actually get very giddy thinking of them um, signing up for class because I know it's not even them at all, that it, it really is their higher power that's already guided them to the work. So I can assure them with 100% surety on my end that they are working with their higher power or they wouldn't be there. And anytime you're called to this work, I would even say, you know, even listening to this podcast, if you're the type of person that's been called to listen to a podcast like this, that means that your divine is calling out to you. If you give one inch, your divine goes 500 miles towards you in that direction. So it really is a beautiful process. Oh, I love that. And, and simply by showing up and saying, yes, we're creating the space for magic to happen. Right. So again, I, I just cannot... The words don't come when I try to describe your art because it is so evocative. Like there, it, it transcends language and really gets to emotion. So what that suggests to me is that it really is such a powerful means of your self-expression. And I'm really curious how your art has served you, uh, whether that's kind of in, in your work, in your professional sphere, or in your personal sphere. Like how, how, does, that, how does that serve you? Um, yeah, it's been quite a platform for me to explore divine femininity and just show up for my life fully and uh, allow my pain to be transmuted into something beautiful. I had a huge transformation in my life. Um, I was married to a man for a long time and madly in love with him. And then I started to have the inclination that I may be gay. So through my artwork, I was really able to explore those parts of myself that just on the outer normal day-to-day -day life was a little more uncomfortable to put myself out there. But through my artwork, it helped me to take that mask off and to really explore the parts of myself that I may have been uncomfortable with. 
um, also gave a voice to those areas in my life where I wanted other women to understand that, um, be it in their sexuality or their relationship or anything they find uncomfortable, that having that bravery to remove that mask can actually empower the people around them to do the same. Um, I just feel so often that a lot of us stay hidden, worried about, you know, social norms or what it might feel like to, um, you know, fully show up as yourself. And I want every woman to really feel like they can fully show up as themselves. And through working in this process and just creating such beauty, I've been able to fully show up as who I meant to be in this world. And uh, my artwork has just gotten deeper and deeper because of that. Um, I'm a very passionate individual. I'm a Scorpio. So a lot of that pain and, and transformation is a theme in my artwork. Um, I, I really like to delve into nature and combining the idea of soft versus hard and um, how you can really have both of those things operating at the same time and that you don't have to be afraid of the shadow self, that the shadow self is actually um, something we all have where when we see those things come up, we need to offer those parts of ourselves more love, not less. And that's what I do through my artwork. If there's a part of myself where I feel discomfort, I shoot love and energy there and transmute it through my artwork so it can be universal, so it can have a voice, so I can listen to what it's trying to teach me. And those lessons get beautifully expressed through my artwork. Oh, yes. I, I love everything that you just said. And, and especially like when we think about the shadow self, so often our initial impulse is to push it away or deny it or avoid it. But the fact is that shadow self is just as much a part of us as, as everything else. And it's there for a reason. It has so much to teach us. And that part of tapping into our inner wisdom is making space for the shadow self and understanding that by trying to avoid it or push it away, that we're actually denying a part of ourselves. And yes, it may be uncomfortable to explore the shadow self, but that's, that's what spirituality is. I mean, this is not all light and love and rainbows and <laughs> we are all one, right? Like there's a part of that, but it's also that, that deep, dark discomfort that we have to sit in and make space for if we want true integration and true transformation. Exactly. I mean, it's called spiritual work, not spiritual play. So I fully believe <laughs> that. You know, and I actually, through my art and through this growth, I now realize when I am uncomfortable, um, as much as I can be in pain or nervous or anxiety, those are all normal emotions, but that's also a signal to me that growth is coming. If I'm too comfortable, I'm too stagnant. So you want to honor all of the emotions that are flowing in fully. And one of the ways you can do that is by having awareness. Here comes an uncomfortable emotion that I want to explore because it is actually my opportunity for growth. So I'm not going to push it away. I'm going to realize the main way I can transmute this into something that I can work into my life and go level up with it is by having awareness. So this art process actually gives you the space to process difficult emotions. So often we push them aside or push them away. Now in this day and age, I think we're all starting to realize that mm, that doesn't really work. What we really need to do is give our ourselves the space to process those emotions. So simply having a process like this, whether you're going to be the next Van Gogh or whether you're doing this process to say, I'm going to honor all parts of myself and all parts of my experience, this can help you to do that. 
Yes. And I, I do think also there's something about co-creating with the higher power and having a tangible result that validates the experience, whether that result is for public consumption or whether it's just for yourself. To have something at the end to point to and say, I made this. I made this in partnership with my source. And there's something just so powerful in that. Right, right. I always tell my clients that it becomes like evidence for them over time because something that's in their artwork three months ago, they'll look at it later and they'll see the whole journey of what's happened since that time. And they're like, oh my gosh, there it is in my artwork. I had no idea where, why I put that lion in there, but now I'm working with the element of fire, whatever it is. And they actually see that later on and it becomes an evidence of magic in their life. And if I could say, one takeaway for who I am and what I'm supposed to bring to this planet is just to help people understand that magic is real. And the more you start interacting with that energy force and be building this sort of evidence that it is all around us all the time is the more you start to rely on it. Oh, that's, that's perfect. And, and actually, I, I think this is just the right time for us to move into the next segment of the podcast, which is the make it work moment. So the Make It Work moment is brought to you by my book, Act On Your Business, Braving the Storms of Entrepreneurship and Creating Success Through Meaning, Mindset, and Mindfulness. And Tracy, anytime I have a guest on the Work Your Inner Wisdom podcast, I always love it when they are able to provide the Make It Work moment for the listeners. So we've talked about so many powerful concepts in our discussion today about transformation, about connecting with the source. This, it's, so much, it's so wonderful to have this kind of conversation, but if we don't actually translate it into action, then we can remain stuck. And so the Make It Work moment is all about encouraging and inspiring the listener to take action in their business and in their life. So with that, I am so curious to hear what you have in store for us for today's Make It Work moment. Oh my gosh, I'm really excited to share this. Um, I do want our listeners to take my work and try it on their own. So I think it would be great if everyone tried one of our themes since we've been talking about transformation. Mm -hmm. um, they're going to take that idea of transformation that could literally mean anything to them. Um, really go in, find some source material, collect a few high-end magazines or publications that they really love and start to make a collage of their own. So allowing this process to flow in, maybe journal a little bit first on what transformation means to them, then start ripping some pages out and cultivate an art piece that can really represent transformation to them. Um, remembering that they don't have to start and finish the art piece all in one sitting, but allow for this process to flow through them creating a space before they get started to really call in their divine and ask that divine, hey, I'm going to be here with you today to work on transformation. I would love for you to come work with me and show me what you have to say about this part of my life through some artwork today. And I would love for our listeners to give it a try. And, um, you know, I'd love to see what they create. So if they connect with me through um, my website or through um, Instagram to show me what they've made. I always love to see how people are working with this process. Yes. Oh my gosh. So I am going to commit right now to doing this. I will create my own artwork with transform or transformation 
as, uh, as the inspiration. I will post it certainly on my Instagram, which is at Elsie McDonough. I will tag you, Tracy. And I, tell me your Instagram handle and where listeners can find you. Yeah, it's Tracy Nunez for on Instagram. Or I have a website, TracyMarieNunez.com. They can reach me on either of those platforms. And just a little um, note, using glue, make sure that you try using just a regular glue stick. I find that that's easier than wet glue, just a little nut and bolt. And I also have a um, few tips on my website for getting started with source material and collecting things like that that people can get off there for free, my top five tips. Excellent. So you can head over to TracyMarieNunez.com to get those tips on how to collect source material. And you can also find inspiration in her work. I mean, it really is extraordinary. So definitely head over there. And if you want to share your art with us, please do. If you want to post it on your Instagram profile, be sure to tag us. You can also come over to the Work Your Inner Wisdom Facebook community and share your art in the episode thread. Oh, um, I, yes. I love that idea. <laughs> awesome. I, I, will, I promise I will share mine and I cannot wait to see what you all create. Tracy, I cannot thank you enough for coming on the show today. I have so enjoyed speaking with you. And I suspect this conversation is going to inspire a lot of our listeners. Thank you so much. And for your platform, you're so inspirational and I'm always inspired by hearing you speak. And uh, thank you so much for allowing me to be here. Oh, thanks, Tracy. Thanks so much. Okay, my wise ones, now it's your turn to get creative. And Tracy and I are serious. If you are willing to share your artwork with us, we would love to see it. You are welcome to post your creations over in the Work Your Inner Wisdom Facebook community. So if you head to the show notes, workyourinnerwisdom.com slash 16, that's the number one six, you will find links to Tracy's work as well as where to find her on Instagram. And you will find a link to join the Work Your Inner Wisdom Facebook community. You can find the episode thread and feel free to share a photo of your creation. I cannot wait to see what all of you have to share. And I promise I will share mine as well. Our community continues to grow and that's in large part because of you. You are spreading the word. You are sharing this podcast with other spiritual entrepreneurs and you're leaving reviews and I'm so grateful. So thank you very much for helping to grow this community. And if you'd like to help work your inner wisdom continue to grow, there's two things you can do. First, share the podcast with a friend. Send them over to workyourinnerwisdom.com and there they can subscribe on whichever podcast platform they prefer. And the second thing you can do is leave a review. Whether you listen on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, reviews are so important to spreading the message of spiritual entrepreneurship. So if you would head on over and leave a quick review of the podcast, I would be very grateful. Thank you again for joining me for another episode of the Work Your Inner Wisdom podcast. It is such an honor to have you here. I hope you have a wonderful week and that you remember to let your inner wisdom lead the way. 